All aboard the Bonoboville Express for an urban expedition down the red carpet of X education through murders and mass murders and censorship and mayhem with a little bit of good sex somewhere in there from the Capitolo scene to the Bonobo scene on FDR with me I'm back your excellent expert sexpert Dr. Susie and my husband not my ex my current and forever husband the US has forever wars I have a forever husband Hello, forever wife. Uh, how are you tonight? I am good, Captain Max. I am good. I see all my good. friends here. All in all. All in all, I'm good. So, this past Sunday, as you know, I went on an urban expedition to the Urban X Awards, which I'm going to tell you about. It was in the middle of the hurricane. But I went in my canoe for the sake of sex education and urban exploration. More on that in a moment, but also this week. Trumpty Dumpty, the big egg of the Trump crime family and the illegal lawyers syndicate went on an urban expedition to the great urban center of Atlanta, Georgia, the Fulton County Jail and all those mug makers are putting that mug shot on their mugs. I wouldn't drink anything out of that kisser or that mug. But we'll talk about that. And we are gaining, yay, over 155,000 views on our Vice piece, even though there are a lot of Crazy people on there, we'll talk about. But a lot of good people, too. I'm connecting with the good. And in the realm of the bad, there's a few things. There's been another horrific, racist, urban, amosexual, maybe incel, I'm not sure, guy in his early 20s, mass murderer murdering multiple people this time in Jacksonville, which is the home of racist Ron Stupid, well, his Florida is, where they now have permit-free guns. So <laughs> they are censoring sex and empowering hate and we're here to talk about it, about how to empower and nurture good sex, sex education. And if we can't stop the hate, at least disempower it. But the hate and the violence is also being practiced by the police so much. I mean, I can't get into all the different ways in which there is police brutality. 
But I guess I identify with a particular police murder in Kansas. It wasn't a direct hit. The lady died the next day. But there's no doubt that the Kansas City police who raided Marion County record owner 98-year-old Joan Meyer, they killed her. And she confronted them with such courage, she yelled at them from her walker. You can see the video called them assholes, engaging in Hitler tactics. You tell them, great-great-grandma. And told them to get out, they did not get out. We're gonna talk about that more. We have been raided, of course. They haven't killed us yet, but she died the next day. I do feel that they killed her. They kill a lot more people more directly, but the indirect death hurts as much. This woman was in good shape for 48, let alone 98, but you know, she was 98, so it killed her. And more censorship, brothers and sisters. Some friends of ours, friends of friends, are the newest victims of the censorship industrial complex. But we are taking IG to arbitration, so we're excited about that. We're going to talk about that. And in history... This is 8 million year old breaking news. Apparently, our human ape ancestors migrated from Turkey. How about that? To Africa. I know, it's not something I was taught and I'm still not sure if I believe it, but it's out there. (laughs) <laughs> we all started as turkey. Actually, there were a lot of giraffes. I don't know about turkeys, but rhinos, other creatures. Anyway, we're going to talk more about how these creatures, in addition to apes, apparently were in this area. It's very biblical in a way, close to the Bible area. But the Bible doesn't say that there was some sort of horrible occurrence a drought, I guess, or ice age that sent them down to Africa. It's all very mind-blowing and urbane and urban. So we're going to talk urban, which, by the way, means downtown. And going downtown means going down. Down, (laughs) down. That's right, Captain Max, going down Down deep inside. Delicious. Warm. Luscious. So moist. Warm. The tunnel of love. Cunnilingus is another word for going downtown. Yummy. So we encourage that. I mean, you gotta make sure that everybody's healthy. You don't want to be going downtown on somebody with a disease and you don't want somebody with a disease to be going downtown on you but if everybody's healthy it's a beautiful thing 
So delicious. Yes, yes, yes. Delicious we have many luscious. recipes for delicious, luscious cunnilingus going downtown, which is, yeah, urban. And so this past Sunday, I wasn't on the show Saturday. I Partly because was. I wasn't feeling well, you know. And I hear you did an outstanding job, Captain Max. Well, I was standing. You weren't sitting? No, I was sitting. Yes. That's good. You got to sit to do radio. And I was looking at Pam. Oh. Oh, My great love. I see I will be replaced very quickly, very easily. Look at those eyes and lips. Right. I thought you would be looking at a picture of me. Well, I did that too. Oh, too. too. Yeah. I was part of a harem with Pam in the driver's seat and me somewhere in the middle. Well, I don't mind being a bonobo in the middle. Right. That's right. Not a monkey, though. I don't have a tail. Well, I kind of do have a tail, but not one of those long ones that stick out. So we're going to talk more about those primate ancestors of ours. But first, let's get urban, brothers and sisters. I went to the Urban X Awards. That was another reason is I wanted to get up and get out and go because I was nominated for Most Popular Sex Educator in the Urban X Awards, and I wanted to go. I wanted to celebrate, win or not win. I didn't win. I didn't expect to win because, let's just say, even though the Urban X Awards is inclusive of everyone, and it really is, all colors, all sexual orientations, and gender identifications, still, it's urban. (laughs) And, hey, originally it's called the Urban Spice Awards, established in 2008. It, quote, recognizes achievements by performers and others. I'm not sure if I'm an other or a performer. I think I'm a little of both. In adult media with a focus on black, Latin, and Asian achievers, end quote. Of course, I don't know if I can check those boxes, maybe somewhere in my DNA. I do know I am Jewish, if that's a race, which it's not. There are all different races among the Jews, but it is urban in a certain sense. Jews of all races, I feel, are really the original urbanites. And we may not have a country. I actually don't think we do. I think Zionists have stolen that country, Palestine. But we Jews who exist way more outside of this land they call Israel, that's Palestine, we are of the city, you could say, I would say. We're of the city, even if we grew up in the suburbs. And I was born in Philly. And I feel of the city. And our friend, Loser Tversky, by the way. Who just, uh, yeah, his movie. He's very Jewish. He was raised Satmar Orthodox. He's now an atheist, though. We helped him when he was a refugee from Orthodox Judaism. And he's now escaped. And he's starring, kind of starring, in a movie, a big movie in Ukraine. And he went to the opening premiere in Ukraine. That's right. He is... While the bombs are falling. Out there doing his podcast. While the bombs are falling, he is in Kiev, 
I used to pronounce it Kiev, but now I understand the Kiev. urbane Isn't urbanite pronounces it Kiev. No, Kiefer is something that's, that's something you, that you smoke. Oh, oh, that's, oh, that's Kiev, right. Kiev. Anyway, he's there, and he's talking about it. I saw him. He looks great. He looks very happy. And there's air raids. There are air raids. raids. It is really the essence of being urban to be in the city with Putin dropping bombs on you. My grandfather, when the air, uh, air raids went off, would go and sit at his piano. Very urbane. Yeah, and right play. There. Yeah, and he would play. Right. He was, Not know. that we approve of these air raids. No, no we are no, 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 no. make love, not war. Make kink, not war. We are bonobo. Stop all the wars, okay? But if you're in the middle of a war, you can tell these people can't help it. They didn't ask to be in a war. They could escape. They're staying there, going to the movies. And it's very brave. They want to keep their city going. They are urban and so yeah our loser is a winner and he's there he plays the Baal Shem Tov who's a very important figure in Ukrainian history and in Jewish history mm. actually he created Hasidic Judaism really he started all the trouble Right. He got out there in the mountains. He said, you don't have to have a rabbi, kind of like the Martin Luther of Judaism. He said, you can just commune with God on your own. Directly. It's mystical. Now, this is where you get into trouble. You get all these people broadcasting fake news from people like that who say, you don't need the experts. Right. I kind of agree you don't, but I also see the problems that arise. And then we get a Trump. We're going to move on to him, though, and his urban experience. But first, yes, kudos to Loser Torsky and his premiere. I think it's doing very well. It's a movie. It's called Dove Bush. It's a historic fictionalization of something Ukrainian, like a Ukrainian Robin Hood, I think. So it's doing well, considering <laughs> they're being bombed. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to get into my anti-war stance right now. I do support Ukraine, but I am anti-war. Very difficult to merge the two, but this is where I'm at. And I'm a Jew, right. I'm not the most Jewish Jew, though I feel more sincere in my Judaism than those murderous Zionist settlers who are out there stealing Palestinian land, and by the way, looking very ridiculous. Although they are very dangerous, because they all are armed, like Americans. Because you can see they don't belong there almost. And I don't mean to be racist, but they're not wearing the clothing of the country, right? They're urban. So, I mean, Judaism does have its countryside, but that gets overrun with pogroms all the time. But meanwhile, it's very urban. And we are urban, like you were born in a very urban hospital. Yeah, yeah I was, the right. Vatican right, Hospital. Right next to the Vatican, attached almost to the Vatican. Which is a church inside of Rome, a, a city uh, of cities. It's a country inside of the country. Right. It, Italy has two countries inside of Italy. 
of Rome. It, well, one is Rome. Right. And the other one is the other one, which I can't remember right now. Well, there's the Vatican, which is like a country. Right. They have their own jurisdiction of their Correct. Vatican City. Right, right. And it is inside Rome, and that's where you were born. So you were very urbane as and, a and baby. By the way, if you're in Rome and you're looking for a hooker, yes. you need to go to the Vatican. This is very urbane. Yeah. Because the, uh, the, the Vatican at night is surrounded by hookers. Of course. And it's wonderful. Who needs hookers <laughs> more than these so-called celibate guys, priests? Better they should be going to hookers than diddling their constituents you know, or even worse. So no altar boys. Go to the hookers. It's great that the hookers are provided mostly right. for these guys and the tourists it of is better than eating the body of jesus or drinking his blood well it's okay you, if you want to have a wafer yeah there's a wafer but they call it the body that's kind of cannibalistic that's cannibalistic right but it's not real at least no and then it doesn't taste very good right you know you're not supposed to chew on it but right these QAnoners, they talk about neoliberals who I can't stand neoliberals by the way but sort of drinking the blood of children but really who does it it's the Catholic Church that's what they've got there the baby <laughs> Jesus they're drinking the blood anyway not really it's not just really. a metaphor just a joke. It's but not. it's kind of a sick thing that they put into your mind and then accuse Jews of doing that that's often what happens and it seems to be happening now but we are urban also in our modern life not just now, but we were super urban back in our downtown L.A. days, right? Yes. Which was 1998, end of 1998. Before it was developed. Into 2013. Correct. And we were uh, Dr. and Prince Urban. I would say Mr. and Mrs. But right. Dr. and Prince we Urban. Had, we had a 12,000 12, square foot space for twelve hundred dollars we had different spaces yeah but that one was really that was amazing yeah and, and, who, and who gave you that that was that uh that uh, sports person yes john sally john sally right was a player with the la lakers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of the times they won right the championship and he got it for me he didn't give it to me. I had to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was... But he turned it over to you. Turned over to me. And wow, what a find. But the first place we rented downtown was actually a former Prohibition era speakeasy. A real speakeasy. And that's where we did some HBO shows. With a 40-foot bar it had. Right, right. Uh, so you might recognize that from our speakeasy in our HBO show and you can you can actually look across the street on your computer to the morrison hotel yes which was right across the street from us and was the front cover of uh, one of the records of the doors of the doors right. yeah my favorite band when i was a kitty so yeah that's where i come from in case you wonder why i'm the way i am and so we were downtown l.a Pioneers, I called us urban campers, actually, in an article that I wrote about it in 1998, when Clinton was being persecuted for his sex life. And honestly, I was not a huge fan of Clinton. He was such a neoliberal, practically a Republican, but I 
empathized, sympathized, supported him when he was attacked by the neo-Puritans of the Republican Party for uh, having a little affair that his wife was not thrilled with but was not angry about. And she pointed out the vast right-wing conspiracy. Again, not a big Hillary fan, but the two of them are interesting in how they have been attacked for their interesting sexuality. So we were supporting that. We were urban campers. We were camping it up and camping out in abandoned factories that were very rough for living, very rough, but really great for showing art, erotic art, and having big bacchanalian events. And we had some doozies like our HBO event, like Eros Day, like Lupercalia got invented back in downtown. And actually, I personally go way back before that in downtown LA to the Factory Place Theater. I just want to give a shout out. Boyd Street Theater as well on Skid Row. Yes, those were the days when you could run a theater on Skid Row because it was just a row. And now it is 40 blocks at least. And this theater was owned by the late great Scott Kelman who featured such up-and-coming stars as Whoopi Goldberg. That's how far I go back in downtown LA before she did Ghost. Right? 1990, I think. And we, when we first moved in, were right across from where they were building the Staples Arena, which we thought was kind of creepy. Very creepy. And it went on to ruin downtown Downtown. LA. Totally ruin it. Totally ruin it. Because it was taken over by corporate interests that bought it up and neglected it at and, the same time. And, and pushed out thousands of people from the area. Basically, downtown became too pricey and too dirty. And the dirt wasn't worth the price. Really, because the rich, they buy it up, but then the parts that they don't directly own, they just let it fester and get all disease-ridden and horrible. So... We left. We moved to Inglewood, which really was great for a few years. It was actually a mix of urban and beachy. Well, actually, when we first moved across the street from the Morrison Hotel, we were immediately raided. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) We were raided by the LAPD. LAPD with helicopters, streets blocked off. I mean, it was like a movie. Pretty quickly after we moved in there. And you were held at gunpoint. We were all up against the wall with our hands up. I was told my jewelry could look like a weapon. And I thought that was so absurd. It was a threat. I just was appalled. But now I see that people get killed by these killer cops because of jewelry, because of cell phones. Cell phones. And I'm so lucky. We had to shoot him. He had a cell phone. I did not get killed. Actually, the judge, when I sued the LAPD, told me I was lucky that I did not get killed. Killed. But he thought that was a good excuse to throw out my case. This was Judge Manuel Real. And he himself got in trouble 
Now he is no longer with us. I'm not going to say anything about that, except that he was an asshole, as that great late Joan Meyer would say. He was one of them. Because she would have stood up for me being raided and suing the LAPD for raiding me for no good reason, just because they suspected that anybody that is obviously having as good a time as I was, because I was doing the HBO shows and the public access shows, you could see my bacchanals, but I wasn't doing anything illegal, not at all. I was in a place that used to be a speakeasy. That was another thing, I think, that made them feel, ooh. We just went downtown. That's all we did. That's all we did. And they wanted to see if there was some entertaining stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They They were were. upset with us that we wouldn't do the show. We had Ginger Lynn as a guest that night. And the co- some, a lot of the officers were, were saying, hey, Max, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what's going on. Oh, of course. They were very sorry. Yeah, some were of them. Very, so, some and some of, them. of them were like, when's the party start? <laughs> right. And they were raiding my panty drawer and raiding my refrigerator. All kinds of things. They were also looking at all of our tapes. Right. 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 Including one of Carol Queen teaching everyone how to do fisting safely safely Very fisting sec- educational actually Ouch. right but we didn't show that on tv no. but yeah it was a good video they were there for hours and hours, hours they and wanted hours. to see a show i ended up suing them i won a nice settlement and was actually able to pay some of the cost of having them raid me because it does take a toll on you when you are raided by the police it kills and it maims and it hurts you so i've been hurt i haven't been killed (laughs) well you might think so but i come back to life i've been stabbed yes that's right sorry that's true we'll get into that story another time no yeah no but we left and we weren't exactly raided in inglewood but the police did visit us Yes. They were actually pretty cool. Inglewood was very cool compared to Arcadia. Right. And compared with urban L.A. Yeah. Inglewood was actually quite perfect balance of the urban and the suburban or beachy or whatever. It got to be too pricey. Thanks to another sporting (laughs) arena, the resurrection of the Coliseum, which ruined all the real estate prices. And also the pollution. Yep. It's very, very polluted now. And made a lot of people homeless once Horrible. again. Horrible. Inglewood yeah. was so nice. So nice. We thought we discovered Inglewood. Just like we thought we discovered downtown. Just like we thought we discovered sex All once right. upon a time. Yeah, did. But, didn't we? I did discover sex at one point. Right. Yeah, but I was a leader in that. I thought I discovered it. Oh, well, maybe you did too. Yes, absolutely. Whatever we discovered, we had to leave. (laughs) It just got too pricey and too dirty, and the dirt wasn't worth the price. So we left the urban life behind, and we moved out to Arcadia, which is certainly not urban, more suburban, part of the great American suburban sprawl, what Henry Miller called the air-conditioned nightmare. Nightmare, Although we don't have air conditioning. We don't have air conditioning. Not much. Because I don't want to have nightmares. (laughs) Right. And we kind of like it here. 
and everybody likes us. Our neighbors like us, our landlady likes us, but not the city, which is not really a city, but they call themselves a city of Arcadia, the ersatz urbane city. And the inspectors who like pretend to be urban, but they're really just small town assholes, as Joan Meyer would say, so articulately and eloquently and journalistically. And she said the ones that raided her were using Hitler tactics, and she should know because she lived through that sort of thing. Oh, wow. I mean, she wasn't there the in Germany. Old lady. I don't know her history, but she's old enough to have been through that. And she knows, and they killed her. They did in Kansas. But the city of Arcadia hasn't killed us. They did raid us with cops armed. They tried to kill us. They could have killed us. They, they could, could give you a heart attack. They, they could. could give me a heart attack. I'm an old person. I'm getting it's older. A, it's elder abuse. It is for sure elder abuse when they do things like that. And it's not very urbane. And they do it, why? Because you're a little weird. Because you're journalists. Because you're in sex. Because you're hard to classify. Because you don't go to work in the morning and drive two hours to get to work and then you're two minutes late and then the boss is looking at you like they're gonna <laughs> right and I thought it was interesting because we do believe in taking naps at work we live in our motor home which is also used for work yeah and it's interesting Joan Meyer she had a lot of her office in her home in her home of course and I'm sure in her office she had homey things and could probably lie down if she oh, went. I'm sure she I'm did. Sure. That's one way in which I support the X-Man, Elon Musk. Yeah. I tell you, I don't disapprove of anybody totally. I disapprove of almost all of Elon's politics and his tactics and even naming it X. And I'm a big supporter of X. I just went to the Urban X Awards. I'm a fan. But... Come on. There is X-rated stuff on Twitter, but don't call the whole thing X. Anyway, he didn't listen to me. He called the whole thing X. And I'm against that, but I am all for him having cots and beds. Absolutely. And orgy rooms, and whatever I, I, he wants I, to have I, I, to make people comfortable at work. I just read that this, uh, this company is building uh, tiny homes for, the, for people who uh, want to work. And they're, they're, they are uh, like the homes. They have uh, couches and beds and, and everything's very nice. Why, why can't we give that to people to make them feel comfortable? Too? It's very urban because, in part, the rich, fuck the rich, is one of the meanings of FDR. Also, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who I'm hearing more and more problems with. But he's still one of the best of the American presidents. But it would have been nice if his vice president, Wallace, had become the next president instead of Harry Truman. That was his worst mistake, to make Harry Truman his vice president, who went on to drop atomic bombs and really turn back a lot of FDR's socialism.
So, FDR, fuck the rich. Because the rich, they're stealing the city. They're buying up all the good land, all the good places, making it too expensive. So, it's nice if you can sleep over at work, if your work is in the city or the country. So, please, Arcadia City Council... Be a little urbane. And you don't have to drive. You know, they're doing the same thing that they did downtown. They're now, you know where the Derby is? The, the restaurant. They're redeveloping that. Millions and millions of dollars with a shopping mall. And, a, and it was so nice and so quaint. And the city is so beautiful. And they're building all, this monstro- all these monstrosities that eventually will put other people on the streets. Exactly. And they are on the streets of L.A. And some of them are on the streets of Arcadia. Absolutely. And actually, they were hanging around this place. When we moved in, a lot of them left. Not quite all. But most of them left. And that's one reason our neighbors are grateful that we are here. And nothing against the houseless. We have all empathy for you. But it is difficult to live near them. And so our neighbors are grateful that they got some people in this place. We are here and we have a lot to talk about. We see that a lot of you would like to talk with us and we're excited to talk with you, all of you. Let's talk to some folks. Okay, so I'll hold off on talking about the Urban X Awards. Well, I think he left this Java. Oh, Java left? He's complaining here that he no, was a there guest. Is, there no, he is. But yeah. really what happened, and I'm not faulting yeah. him for complaining, and I'm not faulting he's, Abe, he's right although here. I am going to kind of blame Abe. Yeah, and that was my fault. Okay. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> because Abe accidentally invited a bunch of people, and so Java is here. Is here. So hello, Java. Hi, Java. Welcome to the love train. I have my own live running right now, so I'm monitoring, and my real name is Reza. Okay, Reza. Reza G. It's very confusing. I love Colin, but one of the problems with Colin is you have one name that I see and another name that you use. Reza G, and they did my accounts. I have to make multiple accounts. Java. He's not Java. He wants to be called Reza. Ah, Reza. And you're from Iran, did you say? Korea was like literally all over the place until just a few days ago. They deleted like 400 episodes I had made in just a few months. Oh, uh, I had made them yeah. since May. Call I joined SAP and because of racism and just some hackers. What is the all. racism? Yeah. Where are you from? Iran? They literally make death threats to kill me. And my I'm behind my that's my handle, and it's alive right now. As soon as life well, goes on, I will come here from my main account. What are they against? I have my photo on it. That what, you're what a From Iran, Persia. Oh, okay. Oh, Iran. That's what I Iran, thought. Iran, okay. Iran. All right. Well, welcome. You so, yourself had invited me as a solo host from my... I, myself. Other account. Oh, no, yeah. No, that yeah. was me, uh, Reza. It's Abe. Abe, the cre- Abe creator. Uh, I, I sometimes manage... Most of the Both time, the same account, so. Yeah. So, so we're okay with it. We didn't really invite you, but you're here. Yeah, and honestly, Reza, so, we so, sympathize with you. I was the solo guest. You say you had invited a bunch of people. Well, because we don't have any guests. Say what you need right, to talk say. Talk to us. We empathize because we have been censored many so times. You're here to empathize with me? Or, yeah. 
But these people who just get censored and get fucked over in here? Well, I haven't about. been censored or fucked over, even though I am fucked to rich, on Colin. I love Colin. They haven't done it to me. But honestly, they could any minute, especially with <laughs> all the four-letter words I'm now using. Sorry. But in any case, so far, no. I have been censored by Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. I'm a god I have Instagram. had a 15-year channel taken down on YouTube. Dismembered. I have had a 15-year channel taken down on Facebook. Why were you censored? Why do you think they censored you or did they have no reason? Mm, targeted by some like large like thousands of people just all the entire uh, j- j- jealousy and also racism mm-hmm. there are a lot of people here want to be US can- that person can't wait, well, wait a minute are they racist against Iranians is that what you're saying or who are exactly, they exactly exactly ah, like yeah, I yeah, brought yeah, all my yeah. friends here even they yeah. don't know anything about is it the race like or the politics or both this is pure racism they want us dead not Persians. because of your religion not Iranians we are not Muslims Persians by definition are not Muslims oh, Persians okay. they're Persians do you have a religion or not really of course Anasta Anasta uh, what did say that again 5,000 it dates back to four, uh, 14,000 Interesting. Years ago. Do you know that one thing we're going to talk about tonight, and I'm not sure if you know anything about this. Listen up. But in Turkey, they just discovered ancestors of humans and apes. Going back. Going back almost nine million years. <laughs> That's beautiful. You wouldn't want to know what we discovered over here. I don't know if you knew about this. I didn't. I thought... We originated in Africa. Near my city? I'm in Nashville. Near your city. In the Turkish area. You're in Persia. You're in Iran. Iran. Persia. Are you there now? It is a Persian. It is a Persian. Where are you now? Where do you live? Even Turkmenistan? Even Azerbaijan? Even Georgia? Even Uzbekistan? Even some Russian countries? Like... Even even Israel is part of you when you say so. Actually, in my show, I'm playing yours at Shardan. Even that guy is a Persian. Why? Why do you think everyone's yeah. Persian? Why? Why do you? Why do you? Why do Why do you think the people are so racist towards Persians? Because that that's like that cradle of civilization. Right. I feel Persian already. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, this Armenian our group so S O A D system of the so, down. As songs about I this, gotcha. they gotcha. try to bury us. They try it's, to bury it's us. It's because a group has organized themselves, and organized. they're bombarding the social media mm-hmm. with flags, mm-hmm. and Anomaly. then the bots get tripped up, and they turn you off, or they delete your shows. Uh-huh. It's bot right. driven. It's, yeah, bot oh, driven. Of course, I'm an AI maker myself. Definitely, I have proof. Right, right. It's bot-driven. Human beings might be able to understand what's going on, but they don't want to bother. They let the bots just take over. Bots only know images and and, and words. And they hear particular words and they get crazy. And they get a lot of flags and they shut you down. 
Okay, well... Problem it, is, I'm not such a bastard. I'm not like them. If I wanted to, I told them in my episodes, they are so... This call is calling by the server of me. All right, like, Reza, we support you. Installed. We don't know Reza, what you believe, Reza, except we feel Persian too yeah, right now. Reza, we're with you. We, I, we love the Persian cultures. Uh, we love Thanks. the world. But uh, how much you know? Really? Well, uh, we had some friends that were Persian. We yeah, had, I say that because we were talking about hanging out downtown. We were downtown LA for a while, and outside. a lot of Persians own businesses. They say they're Persians, but they're not. Well, be a purist then. No wonder you have people hating on you, Reza. Now my friends are going to hate on you for accusing them of not really being Persian. Half of the the time I'm fighting my own people. I mean, not my own people. Well, there you go. I'm not much a fighter as you. There are Italians living here, literally. I wanted to create a bonding experience with you, but you want to say that my friends are not Persian. Uh, that's yeah. okay. Uh, they, they're but they made all these great little outfits for me. They made a lot of my hot, sexy outfits that I wear in my urban period on my show. So we're with you. We're with you. Fight for your rights. Fight away. Fight but away. don't fight with us. I do want to tell a little bit about my urban sure, X Awards experience, my urban expedition. And I guess I should confess, I think I said it already, but I didn't win. I was up for most popular sex educator and I was very honored to be nominated for an urban X Award because my urban credentials are pretty slim. And also the award itself, most popular sex educator. Well, I don't know how popular I am. I mean, the winner, and I'm very excited about this winner. Actually, next to me winning, she was my pick to win. Who won? Cinnamon Love. Oh, all right. And we love Cinnamon Love. She was on our show a couple of times when we were very urban in downtown L.A. She was on the show... Gosh, I think it was 2004. And then again on in 2009 when we did Eros Day X. Speaking of X, our orgy for Obama. It was our 10th Eros Day and it was so urban. You were actually in prison for that <laughs> show. That was how urban it was. My man was not here he was in prison but it was a huge show we had all kinds of press we had a naked obama look-alike we had cinnamon love we had lots of huge stars and just hundreds of people and sarah sue dressed up as sarah palin the loser that night obama had won and we were just so excited i didn't actually vote for him because i also ran I was Frank Moore's running mate at the time. Right, right. But I was excited for him to win. And I didn't expect to win that either. So I thought, well, at least the Republican didn't win. And uh, it was so awful to have George W. Bush as president for two terms and creating war, creating this 
we got a bomb, bomb, bomb mentality that inspired Putin. And by all, uh, all ethical, he's a war criminal. He is a war criminal. Okay. And he's sitting there painting pictures. Yeah. It's disgusting that he gets to do that. How many children were killed? How many human beings slaughtered? You know, and also, all because he wanted to get Saddam's silver gun, which he took. Oh, that's so it. disgusting. Yeah. He has it in his collection. And he guy. still has it. Yeah, and it's against the law to, to take stuff over here. Oh, wow. <laughs> by soldiers, apparently. Anyway, he But you know why he did that? Because he is a pervert and a war criminal, and he was in Yale's Skull and Bones. Right. I went to Yale, didn't get into Skull and Bones, but listen, I understood Skull and Bones, and the reason they call it that is because they stole Geronimo's skull, those Skull and Boneheads. Really? They yeah. have Geronimo's skull And they didn't have no boners. They just are boneheads. And his father was a member of Skull and Bones, George Bush. And so George W. was a member of Skull and Bones. And they stole the bones of Geronimo, including the skull. Speaking of skulls. And it's in that building. That's what they say. In the building. There We're the, not allowed in. There are in no the doorknobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go into that building. Wow. So we were celebrating the end of George W. Bush's reign. And we thought it was the end of the Iraq War and the Afghan Perma War. It wasn't. Obama was not any wonderful guy. Not at all. He continued those wars on and on and on. Perma Wars. But it was a night. It was a great feeling. We were very hopeful. And he was our urban, urbane president and I was excited and Cinnamon Love was there and she won the most popular sex educator and I must say amen and a women to her she has over 495,000 followers on Twitter aka X and I only have like a little over 25,000 so I might have won best sex educator, certainly most OG sex educator. I'm a little older than Cinnamon. But she deserves most popular because, look, she has 495. That is half a million followers. And she got one of those little blue checks, which she pays for. But, hey, it's a Barbie accessory, and I'm not that Barbie. I don't pay for the blue check. I'm not against her paying for it. I love her. If anybody could win besides me, and I knew it wasn't going to be me, because honestly, all of the people nominated have more followers than me. They are all so active on all the social media, and they know how to do it. And anyway, I've never been Miss Popularity. I am off the path. Oh. Some might say over the hill. Over the hill. <laughs> To the other side. I'm taking you on through to the other the side, side, baby. And we went on through to the Urban X Awards and we had fun. We went through the Hurricane. Everybody was 
saying, don't go out, don't go out. You wouldn't even go with me. I'm not going out there as some kind of tropical storm with 84. I'm not a chance. Yeah, Hurricane Hillary. (laughs) Right, Hurricane Hillary, how they named that thing. Oh, my God. And then they had an earthquake to go along with it. And it was pretty bad out here in the country. Some of California was devastated. We had to take our canoe over to the Uber. (laughs) I'm an adventurer. Hey, I climbed the Golden Gate Bridge. I did canoe rapids. She did. She climbed the Golden Gate Bridge. To the top. To the very top. I did. I was an urban San Franciscan. Jeez, fun. So it was pretty wet getting out of here in Arcadia. But it's funny how those urban vibes just zapped the rain as soon as we got to the city. No hurricane, barely any rain. And so in we went. And just to rush through, we did the red carpet. We watched the show. A lot of my former guests on the show did win, including Cinnamon Love. And the big male winner was Isaiah Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. Remember Isaiah? He used to call himself Isaiah King James. He won a bunch of awards. Big female winner, September Rain. And a lot of those people were the first ones on their first shows in in many cases. And John John, Anna Fox was there. And Erica Icon of the Rub PR. She won all these people that were on our urban show show it was an urban show it was an urban show yeah yeah (laughs) right we were happy to see them i was happy you weren't there but it was fun now the show itself could use some organization but the red carpet was kind of cool i got interviewed a few times and you know me i like to talk until i'm hoarse and i am a little hoarse but i talked about the importance of sex education yes yes and how education is power Going downtown. And sex education is sexual power. Going downtown. The power of pleasure, brothers and sisters. Yum, yum, there yum. are so many ways that pleasure mm. is powerful. Teaching it and learning it. And in this erotophobic, pleasure-phobic era of sex education suppression, the banning of books, the police raids the anti-sex social media censorship, the repression of sexual expression, the defunding of the Kinsey Institute, the firing of sex educators. Shaming. The shaming of people that are sexual, that express their sexuality in any way. How dare they? The making of the handmaid's tale into reality, the taking of women's sexual rights the death threats on our vice piece in the comments, the religiosity, the anti-sex fervor, even from people that have a lot of great sex, like Trump. He's had a lot of sex, maybe not so great, but he's had a lot of sex, and he supports these anti-sex Supreme Court injustices. The rapist, by the way. And some of the therapists are the rapists, right? I happen to try to be a good therapist. I was honored as a nominee for sex education, which is very much related to therapy. Education is therapy, and good therapy is education. But I've been censored for it a lot, and terminated a lot, not killed, 
<laughs> That's the ultimate termination. Ex-termination. You haven't gotten me yet, but you're getting other people. You got that 98-year-old Joan Meyer for her freedom of expression. So I want to say thank you, Urban X Awards. It is great to be honored for our work and play, and it is playful, and we do support play and pleasure and talking about taboo subjects that by the way, I feel nervous to talk about on this show, more and more nervous. And I talk about them still sometimes, but I am never nervous to talk about them in private with you as a sex educator and a sex therapist. It's our therapy to talk about taboo subjects. I am not the thought police. And people on our vice piece who comment say, I ought to be, I ought to report you for your thoughts, for your memories, for your fantasies. And I don't do that, I won't do that. Right now, they don't arrest you for that. We yeah. have to stop them before they do. No thought police. That's right, brothers and sisters. So I honored the Urban X Awards for honoring me and all the love and good vibes. Very award winning. And after all, I won because I didn't die <laughs> in the hurricane of LA. So I'm happy about that. And I have some people to talk to in the call-in area. I have some other subjects in censorship and also our RIP corner, Joan Meyer, Kansas newspaper, Marion County Record is the name of her paper more power to them you know and this was where this was a little this was town, in kansas but a little town outside yeah a little town what was the name of that but place? urbane yeah urbane marion yeah. county marion county okay and she yelled at them from her walker you should watch she calls them assholes sometimes it's bleeped and she says <laughs> you are engaging in hitler tactics she's so strong in that video and then she died of cardiac arrest the next day. She is 98. What a travesty, a tragedy, an atrocity. And yes, those Kansas police assholes murdered her. By the way, shout out to Mint Press News. We don't know them, but they are friends with Frank Moore's people. Yeah. It's an anti-imperialist website that was just censored by the censorship industrial wow. complex. It is a big industrial complex beyond even our comprehension at the moment. They had their TikTok account shut down, deleted without warning or explanation. And this came after they had previously been deplatformed from PayPal and had their money withheld. Uh, that's what I sued PayPal for. And they feel the government's involved, British and American. We have sued PayPal and won. Yep. We have sued the LAPD and, and won, won a nice settlement. We got something up ahead of us with Instagram. We'll see what happens. In the meantime, we have solidarity with anyone who's censored, even if we do not agree with your politics. And like I said, I am finding that politics are not an all or nothing matter. Yes, when you vote for president, it sort of becomes that. 
I understand and I am a lesser of two evils gal when it comes to the presidential election. But when it comes to discussing, I agree with a lot of right-wingers. I, of course, mostly agree with left-wingers, but I don't agree with left-wing censorship, and I don't agree with some left-wing points of view, and I don't agree with a lot of people. And so we'll see if I agree with you or not. I love you regardless. I love you and I support your right to say what you want, although I might censor you on this show simply because I do not want to be terminated. And so I'm self-censoring, which is horrible, but being terminated is really horrible. You have to understand there are things you just cannot talk about, just like Russia. And I don't know what those things are. Yeah, and nobody knows what those things are. So it's very non-scientific. Just, just think about that for a second. Huh? Can you imagine that we're, how we're living? So as soon as I said I might censor you, <laughs> uh -oh. my caller, what's his name? I know his name is David as well as Hybrid Bonobo. He dropped out. And maybe because he did want to talk about taboo subjects, ah. which he talked about last time. He doesn't always. He talks about lots of interesting things. But he talked about some what you could call taboo subjects. Yeah, and we don't know what those taboo subjects are. And we know somewhat, but not really. And I didn't mean that to scare him, but it did. You can talk in, you can talk in private. Well, certainly. Yeah, we but, talk about everything yeah, but, in private, but, but, but that you, costs money. You don't want your site bombed <laughs> and eliminated. Right. Pacified. And I apologize for not having rules of the road. Let me just say this. All those rules of the road that are out there, all those guidelines, they're bullpucky because they change them to fit. And as the earlier caller, Reza, said, it's a lot about whatever the bots just think is best it's malarkey and they can't think they're not human you think that dumb people are a problem how about dumb bots and this is ai artificial ignorance so we're gonna say hi to christopher hi dr block and welcome back after you. your amazing journey Drew. i did have a and journey. i want to say first of all captain max did an outstanding job last Great. week and See? he actually interviewed me and about the podcast of my mother believe it or oh, not. oh right grace yes. yeah and i talked to his mother amazing grace oh yeah. nice yeah it was really very, well, very nice good. i'm glad you had a little female voice on there female voice well because i wasn't it was the first time she ever heard of you first time she ever talked to captain max believe it or not I had my radio voice. All right. So. Well, I'm glad that you did that. And that yeah. show is up on all of our social media for you to hear. So yes, terrific. Yes, just put the link up, by the way, of the Podbean cast. Uh, we're working on our next one as we speak. Um, right. We're also going to do another one in the next few days. So hopefully we'll have those two up. They're all recorded. Um, and I'm very sorry you did not get the nod for the Urban X Award. But oh, I know don't that be you so sorry. already have made it. You know, I've been, I know, just be happy for gonna, me that I, I was nominated. I, I am. I am, actually. And I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. I'm not all that urban, and not only you know, that, as I described. And not only that, but I want to say this. I want to thank everybody for their unyielding support for this precious lady. And that we are seeing that 
the fruit of our labors is being seen now. So please keep her in your thoughts as they go through this arbitration Incredible. and hopefully to be victorious in this this battle. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will not Christopher. be silent. Stand for your rights. Is that we your music? We will not be denied. Wow. Uh, that's um, I'm trying to go. To, I'm getting ready for bed very soon. That's no, all. I think it's that's great. You, no, no, it's great. As it's long as nice. we don't nice. get hit by the copyright people. Yeah, no, no. We're all this very, music is very great. Nice. No, no, no. It okay. keeps the drama a, going in your very just exciting like a, speech. Um, just like a movie. You, uh, TikTok. I've, I actually did two videos with the, the college that I'm now at. All right. And right. already... Good. 90 plus thousand already saw my videos and they, and two universities rooting me on university of michigan and another university in north carolina is rooting me on as well, well. that's great and, and also another video that's almost three thousand likes and i start monday my classes start monday they just finalized and where are the you studying again in Felician University in Lodi and Rutherford, New Jersey. All right, let's hear it for Felician University. Go Bonobos, go Felician. So that's yes. great, Chris, and we will all tune into your mom's show, and we will also tune into your TikToks. Cut the Pentagon says, Mint Press News is great, Dr. Susie. Unfortunately, TikTok censored Mint Press News. And they're also very good friends with the Empire Files, which is our friends, Abby Martin and Mike Prisoner and Robbie Martin. They're good people. And they are friends with our friends, Frank Moore. They are good people also. So we very much empathize with Mint Press News. What is going on uh, over there? Somebody lit incense, and we were wondering whether the studio was on fire. Ah, but I it, knew there was some right. emergency problem. Serious emergency. I see. Indeed. Well, anyway, you missed all my news about Mint Press News, yeah, except they're friends uh, with a lot of our friends, and they were just censored by TikTok, and it's sad. And at the same time, we have to support Christopher, and, and they, and they don't who know. is on TikTok and doing very well. Right, right. This social media is really just raring to drive you crazy. You don't know whether to support it or protest it. And that's how they want you. And you have to learn to do both. You have to support your friends that are on the social media, and you have to stand up for your friends that are censored by the social media. So congratulations, Chris, and we'll talk to you soon. And, and, and let's talk to David. Hello, David. Where are you? Hello. Hello. Hi. Greetings, greetings. Uh, let me, before I begin, it's a pleasure to you know talk to you again. Pleasure Dr. to talk Buck with you. Max. Um, How you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I want to assuage. I I will never go full full tilt, and you know, I understand. I, you know, the hint, hint, not nudge, nudge. I understand. <laughs> um, I'm not sure I understand, honestly. Hybrid bonobo. I really don't know what is going to trip up bots, or make people flag us, or upset the corporate apple cart 
And as we are discussing, they are different in all different social media, some of it's sex, some of it's politics, some of it's just a mystery. You have talked about a few taboo subjects in the arena of sexual thoughts. I am not the thought police, but I'm a little bit watching it. And they're watching all of us and listening right? to every right. word we say. And if we say the wrong word, not even connected to anything, you might get shut down. You might, and you might not. What's up, David? Hybrid bonobo. Um, nothing much. Um, gosh, <laughs> uh, you know, enjoying your, your your shows. I haven't been here to, in live, uh, but I've been watching the replays. Uh, oh, good. Course, Thank you. Congratulations on your nomination. Um, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've, I, I, oh, I, I took a look at the. Uh, yeah, the the old show you you, uh, you linked to me with your interview with uh, Richard but, Ringham oh. from ah, Yale yes. University. Wow, you guys sound so different. All, all like way back when you guys, yeah, you guys sound like different people. And I, honestly, <laughs> I was gonna post that on YouTube on our Bonoboville account, and I got nervous. Talk about self censorship. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I do want to post it. Because I was listening to it, and I'm talking with a foremost yeah. expert in primates, in apes, in anthropology, Dr. Richard Rangham of Harvard University. But we do talk about all different aspects of sexuality, and I just wonder, will I get in some form of crazy trouble, especially since I was terminated on YouTube with my regular channel of 15 years. So I'm hesitating a bit to put up that show, but I'm glad you liked it. It's, uh, yes. Okay. It, yeah. And I will provide a link to it in our chat. In fact, Abe, if you could put in drsusanblock.com slash Richard Rangham. I Richard know. dash Rangham. W-R-A-N-G-H-A-M. Maybe that's enough. Let's see if that works. Does that work? Okay. So you got the link to this amazing interview. One of the first serious interviews I ever did on Bonobos. He had just written Demonic Males. There yes, it that's it. Mm -hmm. So you can listen to it and watch it. Watch me. You hear... Dr. Rangham on the show. So, Hybrid Bonobo, I'm glad you got to watch that. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was very good. I won't get into the details, but yes, it was uh, very good. And you guys sounded so much different. It was surprising hearing your voices. It was, like, you sounded so, both of you sounded so different. Um, <laughs> but that's <laughs> us. We were young. young. We were, that was yes. like 30 years ago. Young and dapper. Almost 30. And, yes. And yeah. So cool. So, of course, our voices sound different and I look different. I'm just still just an older version of that. But, yes, age does age you. It's amazing. And, and, and it changes your voice. <laughs> yes, changes you. Yes. But I haven't changed my way. You're still a hippie. What am I? I'm the same. She's, yeah. a, she's a hippie. Just she's older, a, a lot wrinklier. Yeah. A girl climbing the, 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 the bridge fun. and going to, I'm in love. Uh, to Iraq and... and 
traveling around the world. And I love bonobos. And, you know, I'm for peace. I always was anti-war. She's only 100 pounds. <laughs> she's running all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my Susie. Yeah, uh, but Cut the Pentagon always has good things to say. He says the censors are like the police, as in the song, and the real ones. Every breath you take, yeah, every move you, you make, make, I'll be watching you. By the way, God does that. He knows Supposedly. No, no. He's the great a, voyeur. Yeah, he's the great voyeur peeping Tom. This guy's in the bathroom with you when you're taking a poop. Right. And he knows that there are half a trillion poopers. <laughs> How does he watch all of that? So I want to know, have you heard, Hybrid Bonobo, about the possibility that bonobos, humans, common chimps, gorillas... And giraffes and rhinos actually started out in, like, Turkey. No, I, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Look it up on Google. Just go to Google. They just uncovered fossils. Now, unless they made up these fossils with AI, and I will warrant you, I have so little trust in the world and in anything I see on the Internet I'm still waiting for some of my friends that are primatologists, Dr. Brian Hare and Vanessa Woods, to get back to me on it. But I saw this. It's a reputable place. It's picked up by other reputable journalism. And it shows the skull of this common ancestor that looks quite human and ape-like. And he's eight million old. Eight, Eight million, million plus old yeah. in he, Turkey. And that. yes, cut the Pentagon. That is why everybody enjoys baklava, but it's too sweet. I enjoy it, but oh, I like too that. much. Yeah. I love that. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. But, you know, Spanakopita <clears throat> is more my speed. So which voices did you like better when I was young? Or when you're old uh, and wise. And when we're old and wise and coffee. I it's it's so funny you guys say like you guys it, it really it, I was so struck because I was like I wasn't expecting it and I you know I just you know playing like who are these people like they sound so hot they sound you guys I'm a lot of you guys you sound I was like man and so we were sexy yeah I was yeah we were a yeah, lot sexier yeah. yeah we were doing oh stuff. my gosh and also I'm in like, the very beginning of one of them. I was a little nervous about showing that on YouTube. In the intro, I'm kind of dancing with you, and you put your hand between my legs, and you I did that? play with whoa, whoa, wait a minute. my pussy. Did I didn't know you? I mean, I knew you. We were you. married. Oh, we were married. Okay. But we'd only been married a couple of years. Yeah, but you didn't mind. Not like I was I having a great time. We were dancing, <laughs> and I was I, also humping the side of the television right with the other side not the pussy side no, that's kind like, of the ass side yeah. with a lingerie skirt on so it was covered it was sanitary but i don't know if it would be considered erotic well they used you to know they have janelle monet on there with yeah. real ass crack and yet maybe they don't think it's erotic you'd never know what they're going to think is erotic. Too erotic. Uh -huh. 
Well, my age, they used to use the washing machines to masturbate. They use that at every age. No, the ones that turn. Oh. The, the very first one, not the new ones. Okay, the new the ones new don't ones, work so well. They spy on you. They have little cameras in there. Right, that is a problem. <laughs> Unless you're an exhibitionist. And they're, and they're looking to see what you're pulling out of that, of that fucking washing machine and that refrigerator. You see these new refrigerators? Now they talk they to you. They have a I'm person sure. there, yeah, <laughs> talking to you, and next you'll actually see them eating your food. <laughs> so, hybrid bonobo, did you have a question for us? I actually wanted to share something. I've had an interesting experience. I kind of took Uh-oh. a poll from a, about 20 people, and I asked them a hypothetical question. Um, it came about because I was looking at uh, something... You'll see. I asked the question. I said, would you rather, it's one of those terrible questions, would you rather lose your sense of sight, you know, your ability to see, or would you rather lose your ability to, uh, uh, to uh, feel uh, physical sexual sensations in your genitalia? Um, I asked about 20 people this. Most people said they would rather retain their sense of sight. Uh, myself and a few other people said we would rather lose, uh, you know, our, lose the sense of sight. And just about probably about 20 minutes ago, I talked, I asked this question and somebody, I actually spoke to someone I didn't know. This was a blind, this man was blind. And he said, he would have, he said, listen, I've I've just recently lost my sense of sight. And I tell you, I, I would rather lose my, my, my son, my sense of sight than to lose his ability to be, you know, uh, sexually intimate with, you know. Interesting. His, 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 his spouse, right. and um, yeah, and I just I don't know. I just think about bonobos. Like if they were given this choice, which I think you know it would be no choice. <laughs> like they would probably just be blind and happy with each other. I guess you know uh, doing the yeah, bonobo thing. But, I think so. Yeah. I'm already yes. kind of half blind anyway. I'm so myopic and a little bit cross-eyed as well. So I already have trouble seeing. I have a little bit of trouble with the question because when it comes to sexual feeling, there are so many senses involved, really. I mean, I can have an orgasm just from thinking about it. Not just downtown. Downtown is certainly a nice feeling. Yeah, it could be in the... I would miss that if I didn't have the ability to feel that. But I don't think that would stop me from having orgasms or feeling sexual pleasure or being intimate. I know many people that have lost feeling from the waist down because they're paralyzed So they have no feeling. So you would say, okay, no genitals. But they get sexual feeling from other parts of their body. Perhaps the nipples become a more erogenous zone. Or even other parts, mouth, elbows. You know, whatever can feel if you focus and you develop and use an erotic attitude you can get sexual pleasure. So I don't know if I would hold on to my genitalia as opposed to even the minimal eyesight that I have simply because it would make life more difficult to negotiate and life is complicated 
and I would like to be able to see the little I can see, and I see very little. If I had the choice of being able to see or not experiencing any sexual pleasure, which would be for me basically no pleasure, because for me, all pleasure is somewhat sexual, and I've got a dirty mind, I guess, so that's part of it then I would choose to lose my eyesight, yes. But I just don't think that simply losing my vulva, vagina, even my body parts that are the typical sex body parts, losing that ability to feel would mean that I lose my ability to experience sexual pleasure. It would not be that for me. So eyesight is a little more cut and dry. So that's why I would give you perhaps a disappointing answer, or perhaps it is an answer you like, because I do value pleasure over eyesight. I just think I could experience pleasure without my pussy. Uh, oh, we are different. I, 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 would, I would totally <laughs> give up the eyesight. <laughs> but you know, different strokes for different folks, and you are. Like say, okay, so that means you would give up eyesight if you uh, would be uh, like uh, paralyzed. You wouldn't believe that you could experience sexual pleasure if you were paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, yes, I would definitely give up the eyesight. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. But that was an experience I want to share. So you focus all of your sexual pleasure in your dick. A lot of it. Uh, just about all of it. Just right. about. It's and a, in a, that sense, I think you're wrong about bonobos. I do not think bonobos are that genital-centered. I think if God and goddess forbid, a bonobo lost their genitals or lost their ability to feel their genitals, which they might, they might get paralyzed. They could still enjoy erotic feelings and communication with their lips, with their elbows, with their fingers, with their ears, with their feet. I get footgasms myself. Eargasms, for sure. I love to have my ears played with in an erotic, pleasurable way. So I'm not so genital-focused. I think I'm a little more sex-focused, in a way, than you, because you limit yourself to your genitals. But you're young, so I understand. And more power to you. But I hope that if something ever happens to your genitals, which if you live long enough, it will, as well as your eyesight. But still, if something happens to your genitals, you will still feel the pleasure in a caress or in a word like I do. Can you guys hear us out there? Or can you send us a message? Because we're having some kind of technical... Well, I see Bert Sesame saying, my penis is my superpower. Okay. All pleasures <laughs> derived from my naughty region. I think people do hear us, Max. Okay, I'm just, I don't... So, I totally understand how you feel, David. Okay, I got it. But you were asking a personal question, and I guess because I am a therapist, and I minister to the weirdos, as well as everyone who's got all their body parts intact, and I minister to the elderly who have no feeling in their penis. And I minister to the women who have vaginismus. And let me tell you, it's not all about the genitals. Sex 
heals a billion times more than it kills. And it is all parts of you, body, mind, and soul. So that's the bonobo way. And more power to you. Enjoy your genitals. <laughs> Enjoy your eyesight, if you like that. I understand that I've, I've heard this idea, like, you know. Do you hope to get old? Sure. Yes, Do you I hope, hope to get to be 98 like Joan Meyer? Yeah, my grandfather's 81. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, 81's yeah. not so old. Actually, Max is 80. His parts are working. <laughs> he gets a hard on. But let's just say in the 90s, I think you start to lose it. Not always, mm. but let's say you lose the ability to get an erection. Or mm. let's say you get cancer, God and goddess forbid. But you beat the cancer, but you have to have a little prostate surgery or something. That means you can't get it up. What does that mean for your sex life? At that age, I guess it's, it's, it's much different. Uh, but I'm, You're I still guess a human it, being. Yeah, it's different when you're that age. You're though. just older, you're just younger. like yeah, 30 yeah. years ago, that's the voice you heard on that interview with Dr. Richard Rangham. I'm the same person. I still need sex. I still need love. I still need touch. I still like to look at things. I still have bad eyesight. Yeah, I'm more wrinkly. I have a more raspy voice. I have some knowledge. I have some ignorance. I know more in a way and I know less in a way than I knew 30 years ago. But when you're 30 years older, you're going to be the same person. So what do you think? Do you think you'd rather just not have sex, not think about sex, not be sexual? At that age? Um, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't be too concerned, uh, I, I imagine. I, this, this is my imagination. I'm um, asking what yeah. you'd like. Uh, I think I would probably still like to... Uh, yeah, have, enjoy sex and sexual, yeah, okay. at that age, yes. Well, then you might need to get in touch with other erogenous zones than your pee-pee. Mm. Perhaps. Perhaps. Wow. Okay. Well, how old are you? 34. Well, you're getting up there. Anyway, you're still young enough that you can be totally pee-pee-centered and great. I hope nobody ever has to touch your nipples or your ears or your feet or your lips to make you feel good. I hope they never have to touch your mind. I hope all they ever have to do is touch your pee-pee. And I hope you have the privilege to have your pee-pee touched. What if you're in a place where they don't let you touch your pee-pee? What if you're in jail? If I wasn't, yeah, yeah, I was out in prison. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I really well, don't anyway, know. I hope when you continue listening to this show, I am grateful that you listen. And one of my messages is that sex is a lot bigger. <laughs> I'm a size queen. And you know what the biggest sex organ is? Your skin. Next, your brain, if you unravel it. Next, your big dick, because I know you got that big dick energy. I can feel it. Thanks for calling. We got to go, right? Yeah. And we hope that you understand that to be bonobo really is to feel the feeling of eroticism all over your body. And I understand that our whole society conspires against us. And I'm glad to get that call that encourages me to articulate how important it is. Because otherwise we get a guy like that shooter this morning that killed a bunch of people. Of course, racism motivated him. But 
I'm sure so did a lack of sexual freedom. Like like the do- at the Dollar Tree? Was it at yeah. the Dollar Tree? That's terrible. Today? Yes, very racist. Was that the big shootout that they had in Pasadena? No, that's another one. That's another one. There's a lot of shooting going on, brothers and sisters, and a lot of it is because people are just so sexually frustrated, and it might sound like a cliche, and better to be cock-centered, let's put it that way. Cocks, not glocks. Shoot the gun between your legs, and I do understand when you're a young man, you want to be cock-centered and go for it. And that's much better than being gun-centered. But be careful, don't hurt anybody with it, okay? That doesn't mean you should do anything non-consensual. Be consensual, be careful, be loving. But understand that when you get a little older, or you never know, you could be in an accident. And then it is a beautiful thing to be able to access other parts of yourself to feel sexual. And wow, we talked about a lot of things tonight. Again, thank you, Urban X. And check out Vice if you haven't yet. (laughs) It's pretty interesting. And stop the censorship industrial complex. Support people like the Mint Express and our friends there. And support us. We are going into arbitration against Instagram. They try to divide us by pumping up some of you. I mean, I feel divided myself on call-in, feeling like, oh, well, my call-in show is doing fine. Poor guy, Reza, who I'm sure I don't agree with a lot of things, especially the way he's such a purist Persian or whatever. But I feel for him that he was taken down. His shows were deleted on call-in. We've got to try to support each other on all the different platforms, even if that platform supports us. So, what else, Captain Max? We got to go. We got to go. Goodbye, everybody. So, Goodbye. make like Bye-bye. bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make kink, not war. Bonobos are very kinky, and they love to explore sexuality in many different ways that are non-genital that's the essence of kink actually to be beyond the genitals in your sexuality always consenting kink consenting adult make like bonobos not baboons make love not war make love to someone you love tonight even if that someone is you i love you I love you too. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves. But my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. 
Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you. No fantasy is too taboo. And help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.